0: everyone. Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to the Washington Weekly Podcast on the UBS Send Now podcast channel. Joining us once again for the conversation, glad to welcome back Shane Lieberman, Federal Affairs Manager with the UBS U.S. Office of Public Policy in Washington, D.C. Shane, as always, thank you for dropping by, spending a few moments with our clients, our listeners. Looking forward to our conversation.
1: Thanks, Dan. Good to be with you. Hope you're doing well.
0: Thank you, Shane. So, never a dull moment in D.C. I know we've been speaking about efforts to avert a shutdown of the U.S. government for the past month. We can catch up on that a bit, though. It has been a historic week up on Capitol Hill, with Kevin McCarthy voted out as House Speaker. This all happened very quickly over the past few days. Can you provide us with some background as to how this came to be, and what comes next as far as the search for the next House Speaker? Speaker.
1: Yeah, no, this was uh, quite um, a turn of events that, you know, if you look back, you know, this was some nine months in the making, you know, from the start of this year, uh, Speaker McCarthy, uh, he set a record uh, becoming the Speaker. Remember, it took 15 votes for him to become the Speaker of the House. So, you know, it started off rocky for him. And, you know, he, he was able to Um, perform uh, pretty well under the circumstances in managing uh, House Republicans. But, uh, you know, a lot of people have described the job as um, one where you're hurting cats. You know, it is really hard, especially um, when uh, Speaker McCarthy has such a narrow majority, to try and unify and keep um, House Republicans together. And, you know, there was frustration along the way from, you know, the hardcore conservative Republicans to the more moderate Republicans for a variety of reasons. And in the past week or so, you know, you saw Speaker McCarthy faced with, um, you know, a decision to make. Uh, would he A, shut down the government and, you know, uh, placate the far right of his conference, or would he uh, essentially uh, agree to funding government for a short period of time while, uh, uh the differences between the House and Senate were worked out on government funding. And under that option, which he did, um, you know, he faced uh, the wrath of the hardcore right who, um, you know, uh, saw this as him siding with Democrats and, you know, uh, leaving them uh, out to pasture. So they, uh, uh, spearheaded by uh, Congressman Matt Gates of Florida, moved to uh, Kick him out of of his role as speaker. Uh, so that is what transpired, and now you know you're left with um, Congressman Patrick McHenry from North Carolina serving as the speaker pro tem. Um, and in this role, essentially, his role is to try and you know facilitate um, until the new speaker is chosen. So you're having Republicans. Uh, um, now, you know, making calls upon each other, trying to figure out who who their next leader will be. And I think, you know, the first um, go around uh, will be Tuesday or Wednesday uh, when they'll start trying to, you know, get behind a single candidate. And we'll see if that moves forward.
0: So one has to wonder, Shane, the impact that this turn of events has to the productivity uh, legislative efforts of Congress, really the ability for Congress to do its job, the other side to it being the political implications, what the American voter is thinking at the moment as we're gearing up for Decision 2024. What are your thoughts there?
1: Yeah, overall, for their uh, Congress's productivity and legislative efforts, this, this grinds it to a halt. Um, you know, committee work may still move ahead and, you know, committee staff will still work on things. But overall, you know, the House isn't going to probably bring any bills to the floor until this question of uh, the speakership is settled. Um, Additionally, you know, if if a member of Congress was to introduce a bill, they're traditionally referred to a committee that will, you know, look at that bill and work on it. And, you know, simple things like that have been halted. Um, So this really grinds things to a halt. But to your point, you know, um, we have some things on the horizon. So I think, you know, like this government funding, you know, that uh, I think committees will still work on behind the scenes. But we're not going to see any uh, major action by Congress until um, this the uh, future of the speakership is resolved. As for, you know, elections and decision 2024, this does have an impact. I think this reiterates a lot of. Uh, what Democrats have been saying, that, you know, Republicans are a party of of chaos. And, you know, um, this reiterates that point. You know, I think it's too early to say that this will, you know, um, really hurt Republicans at at the polls since that's 13 months away. But this is obviously not helpful. Um, This really, uh, you know, uh, further frustrates uh, voters that Washington is dysfunctional. And, you know, the blame in this scenario is is largely going to be felt by Republicans. But, you know, with 13 months to go, you know, so many things have happened that this this could be something that, that uh, voters completely forget about by Memorial Day, let alone um, Election Day, November
0: 2024. So, Shane, as you alluded to, a, a short-term government funding bill was achieved. It, of course, came at a, a price for Kevin McCarthy, though. What? Can we expect over the next few weeks as we're approaching this new November deadline to avert a shutdown of the U.S. government?
1: Yeah, I think, first of all, you know, this week's events, you know, make a government shutdown more likely. That's not to say it it absolutely will happen. But I think, you know, the the odds of it happening have increased, you know. you're going to have kind of uh, like we've talked about this initial uh, inertia to try and find a speaker, which could honestly drag on, you know, if, and if it drags on for uh, several weeks, that does make it even harder uh, to avert a government shutdown. Secondly, you know, it depends who the speaker is. You have uh, people who like uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, who is running for the speaker where he is more inclined to Uh, go through a shutdown to try and use that as leverage in negotiation. Um, So I think the end result of of, uh, the Speaker's race is pretty important uh, for the storyline of what happens with government shutdown, uh, government funding or government shutdown in November. Um, You know, while the Speaker stuff is going on, you know, there will be negotiations, I think, between republicans and democrats especially staffers uh from the house and senate to try and forge a way ahead um and remember you know what's going on the house does not slow down the senate so the senate may keep working on some of their appropriations bills as well um you know so i think you know for the next six weeks things are going to be extremely fluid not only in the speakers race but um you know, what it means for government funding. Uh, so this, I think, is something you and I will be talking about for the next uh, month and a half, absolutely.
0: Yeah, looking forward to our follow-up conversations in the coming weeks. We'll, of course, keep our listeners, our clients informed on the developments as they come up. Though, Shane, thank you for dropping by today. Very timely commentary updates on what's been taking place up on Capitol Hill. I know our clients appreciate it, so thank you very much for the insights today.
1: Absolutely. Good to be with you, Dan, and I look forward to catching up with
0: you next time. Likewise. Thank you, Shane. Again, today we have been joined by Shane Lieberman, Federal Affairs Manager with the UBS U.S. Office of Public Policy in Washington, D.C. I do want to point our listeners, our clients, to the website UBS.com slash Washington Weekly, where you can locate the latest Washington Weekly publication. Again, that website UBS.com slash Washington Weekly. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us.